You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Shout out to Big Frida, shout out to Gotti Boy Chris, shout out to Junie Bezel. Like, nigga, gay rappers are really a thing down there in the city. But anyway, <laughs> this is the vibes we own today. This is how we starting this shit off. How is all y'all motherfuckers doing? Look here, if you was hearing the sound of my voice right now, that means you was tuned into another episode of Hell is Round the Corner. I am your host, Lou Cypher. Look here, short and sweet. Recorded an episode yesterday, did not like it, so we're doing it again today. Glad I waited. Most shit to talk about. <laughs> Good, we up to speed real, real quick. <laughs> so, without further ado, let's just go ahead and jump into some of these quick drops. These are the things that, you know, I want to mention, but kind of don't care that much about, but let's go ahead and do it. All right. First up, um, Atlanta's on fire yet again. Um... A apartment complex down at the La Vista Road, the whole thing called fire. I'm talking about like this bitch, like I'm, I'm like this some backdraft shit, like shit burning up, building burning down. It's hot and everything like that. I was on the road, so I wasn't here for it. I'm glad because I was not trying to be stuck in no traffic like that. I know that traffic was crazy. But anyway, um, what they saying happened was a couple was up on the roof. Um, shooting off firecrackers. They showed the two people pictures, and they absolutely looked like they would be playing with firecrackers. But the th- here's my here's my thing with the whole um whole issue. You know, granted, yeah, they up there shooting off firecrackers. They ain't got no business doing it. Excuse me. But why the fuck did the whole entire building go up like some paper mache? I'm talking about like literally. You look you look on that shit, and it look like fucking ground zero. And it's like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe some shit wasn't up to code because that motherfucker went up like it was like soaked in gasoline. You know what I'm saying? Somebody, like some people on TikTok and whatnot did some digging and they found out that the building, the people, you know, have been complaining about there being, you know, shit not up to code and things weren't right and the um the complex ignored it. So it kind of feels like they just scapegoating these two people, but you know, hey, it is what it is. The, the positive that there were no fatalities, nobody lost their life, people just lost all their things, and you know, right before the holidays, that's got to be like a real big bummer. Um, the only per- the only person that died it was a cat. They say it was like one cat that died, but you know that sucks. But you know, R.I.P. to that cat, and you know. Um, peace, blessings, and prayers to those people. You know what I'm saying? This has got to be a hell of a position to be a hell of a position to be in, like right around the holidays. Let's see. So what we got next? Okay. So I, you know, y'all know I don't know these these new rap niggas, but apparently there's one named G Herbo. Again, never heard of him. I don't know who that is, but 
He had some words for one Christopher Maurice Brown. Let's backtrack a little bit. So, um, last month sometime, there um a dude named Funny Marco. He did this interview, and um his you know his his whole claim to fame is doing these really really kind of dry humorish, kind of you know depreciating to the artists that he's interviewing interviews. Like his interview style is very. Um, is very, for lack of better words, combative, but that's part of the shtick. So I'm guessing the people who go on his show understand that this is how he runs his platform. Anyway, he had the, he had the G Herbo dude and a dude named Southside up on his show and they just kind of disrespected the shit out of him. You know what I'm saying? They was throwing the man hat around. They broke his watch, the, some $35,000 watch, some shit. They broke it. Um, they was just, you know, kind of bitching him out on his own show. So, you know, people that made the rounds on nigga, on nigga Twitter and the nigga podcast world, they talked about it. It was a big deal for them. Um, I didn't have anything to say because I don't even watch dude's content. But anyway, so fast forward um, to this week. Chris um, went on something. I don't know what he went on, but he made the comment like, you know, why why did Funny Marco let them come to his show and handle him like that and bully him and all that kind of shit like that? So the G. Erbo dude is responding to Chris Brown, and this is the manner in which he chose to do it. Let me play the clip. Let's see. PSA, that's a public service announcement for the simple fact that I don't be having nobody name in my mouth, especially niggas though. If you have my name in your mouth, talking to another party, a person, I hope you able to back it up. And I hope you tough, way tougher than me. Because if I hear it, I'm going to slap the fuck out you. I'm about to start treating niggas like the bitches they are. A lot of you niggas bitches and been bitches and going to stay bitches on Caphead. But me... I never been a bitch on folks now. I ain't never been no bitch. I don't even play with bitch ass niggas. And a lot of you bitch ass niggas be doing bitch ass shit, so Okay. That's that you got the gist of it. He's responding. In my mind he's not saying Bristopher's name at all. And also he just keeps touching it, it in the clip he keeps touching his face. And it's just this weird thing. Uh, I saw a girl say nobody touched their face more than a nigga who beard don't connect. And it's very, very, yeah, this very true for him because he got the whole patchy beard thing going on. This nigga hand has not left his jawline the whole time he talking. But anyway, I'll, the, I'll, I'm only mentioning this because I just want to tell this young man one thing. I know he ain't never going to hear this, but he if he happens to hear my voice, dog, you might want to rethink this and, you know, back away from the keyboard and the camera. Because you have to be aware of who you're talking to. Now, here's my thing. Anybody who listens has, has listened to this podcast for some time, they know how I feel about Christopher Maurice Brown. You know, I think he's a horrible person. I think he's just, I think he's, you know, he's a toxic person who won't go get healed. That being said, I can't tell no lies on nobody. One thing about that motherfucker, he believes in laying hands. His hands are indeed for everybody. And you coming at this nigga like this? Somebody whose name is become synonymous with ass beating? Bruh, Chris Brown will stop doing lines right now just to get on a plane to where you went to whoop your ass. Like, I, 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 I mean, again, you know, and the thing is, he, he's been this way for almost the last 20 years. So I mean, maybe these new kids, or they they don't they don't they they don't know this man's history. I don't know how they can't. But one thing about it, Chris beat him down. Brown is true to his name. He will put his foot in your ass like that. I, I can't even lie about the motherfucker. I talk cash shit about him. I wouldn't fight his motherfucking ass because you got to realize too. You I mean. Bro, you, I mean, y'all y'all all claim to be hood niggas from the hood, all that kind of shit like that. Y'all niggas ain't never fought a crackhead before. I have. Bro, they hit that dope, and it's it's, it's, it's it's like they turn into underdogs. See, the old niggas know what I'm talking about. But it's like they turn, they, they it's it, it, it's their origin story. It's their superhero shit. It's their green mutagen. It's their Spider-Man spider bite. It's all that. They will hit that motherfucking rock tooth, that powder, and unleash a level of whoop-assery on you that you are not prepared for. You know what I'm saying? Then the nigga do flips and shit like that. He's going to hit you with his feet and his hands too. 
You know what I'm saying? So it's like really rethink this for yourself and want better for your life. Because I'm I'm looking at the dude in the, in the little clip. You know, uh, you're looking a little too thin to win, too light to fight. And yeah, yeah nigga, Chris Brown, the, the, the nigga from Virginia. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to tell me that somehow he don't tap into that old fucking civil rights strength and just, because he, I mean, literally, he he stay fighting some fucking body. Like, think about this shit, man. Want better for your life. Uh, let's see, what else I got on here? Um, niggas ain't supposed to drink lemon drops. <laughs> it is. All I, got to, all I got for that is, you know, niggas can drink what they want to. All I'm going to say is, why would you want to drink a lemon drop? It's literally nothing but vodka and sugar. You know, so, I mean, hey, you do with that what you will. Oh, uh, okay. I'm only bringing this up because I'm going. <sighs> Billy Porter showed up on somebody's red carpet looking a, a black-ass fool yet again. Par for the fucking course. You know what I'm saying? Um, You can Google the image if you want, but he literally showed up in, like, this 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 badly highlighted and streaked wig. Um, with like this, you know, with this plaid, this red plaid, looked like an emo schoolgirl's uniform. He was dressed like Ashley Simpson. He was dressed like fucking Ashley Simpson. You know, it was very pieces of me, you know. But the only reason I bring it up is this. Every time the Billy shows up on this damn, these damn red carpets, looking like he just threw glue on his body and ran head first through a costume department and whatever stuck stayed. I'm never going to take that. I'm never going to lose the opportunity to tell you motherfuckers that when I was on here years ago, telling y'all that Billy Porter dressed like a gay homie, the clown y'all motherfuckers dragged me to hell. Y'all called me every kind of homophobic, every kind of femphobic. I was every kind of self-hating homosexual because y'all love to throw that one at me for some fucking reason. But for years, I, years ago, I remember telling y'all that the first time when his ass went on that damn red carpet with that goddamn cerulean blue cat suit on and he didn't tuck the fucking dick print sitting out looking like a fucking um, navel on an orange. You know what I'm saying? And I say the motherfucker looked a damn mess. Yeah, you just don't like it because he's fam. That's all it is. I mean, he want a tuxedo. You wouldn't say shit. Shut the fuck up. Because the nigga been looking like hell ever fucking since. Look at the outfit. I, if, you have, if you're listening to this right now, if you're hearing my voice, go to pick up your phone, pick up whatever your device is, and Google what the fuck this nigga had on the other day. This Like, literally, the motherfucker look like Avril Avril. Avril it, it was very Avril it's, it's very skater boy. It's just that, it, like, that whole fucking, he looked like hell. You know what I'm saying? And y'all tried to fucking use all your fucking word um, salad and all that shit and get me the fuck up out of here. I just feel, I, I feel good sitting here in vindication. Because he been embarrassing the fuck out y'all motherfucking ass every goddamn since. Like, I, it's, it's just, it's like, Billy, what the fuck, man? It's like you're allergic to serving. Like, why? You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to be eating these carpets up. You are a, you, you are an elder gay. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, we looking for you to turn looks and, you know, just, I, so to me, oh, God, I don't care. So for me, I feel like a gay of Billy Porter's years, they should be dressing like Terrence Howard. Like, here's the number. Again, I'm not making any indictments on Terrence Howard. You know, I do. Terrence Howard, I do not believe that man is gay in any way, shape, form, fashion. That's not. I'm just using the way he dressed as an example. Terrence Howard stays with like a, 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 a three piece suit with like a leisure suit overlay or some shit. It's always going to be a fucking a, 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 an ascot. Or a, a, a dicky or some shit like that. Like it's just it, it's just so much whimsy in how he dresses. I feel like that's what all older gays should dress like. No, here come Billy Porter with all these goddamn costumes. Like what the fuck are you doing? You dress like the white girl who was friends with Lindsay Lohan and Mean Girls. Like what the hell, man? But anyway, that's Billy Porter looking like hell as fucking usual. Uh, last thing I got in these little quick drops. Y'all got to turn the horny down on Miss Patty. Like, for real, for real. So, what happened was, 
I, the other day, see, I, I, I got all these days fucked up. But anyway, I was laid down taking me a nap. And, you know, I woke up. And when I woke up, you know, I did what we all do. I grabbed my phone and I looked to see my little notifications and shit like that. Scroll through whatever. Woo, woo. So, I see mad niggas talking about how they would fuck Patty LaBelle. And so, I'm like, whoa. What the fuck is going on? Because, like, I'm, I'm, I'm confused because Auntie Patty is 80 years old. What are we talking about? All it was was she, somebody posted a video of her where she looked very, very beautiful. I mean, she, oh, man, she looked so beautiful in this. But it, it was just a simple, she was, she was at a vanity, and she was spraying perfume on. Fully dressed, by the way. Her hair looked great. Makeup looked, she looked amazing. And you motherfuckers up here talking about how y'all would knock the white diamonds out of Patty LaBelle. You need Jesus. You need prayer. Like, come on, man. Oh, is this where we at? Is this, is this, is this who we are? Like, come on. This Patty LaBelle, she's 80 years old. Y'all, no, no, man. I, I just had to mention that because it made me very uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all, this 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 woman old enough to be all our grandmamas. And y'all talking about bending her over damn um centerpieces and shit like that on tables and it it was just a lot. It was a lot happening. And I just needed to mention that because I just want y'all just to just cut the horny down just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like it can't it can't feel good going through life in this easily excitable state all the fucking time. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's that on that. So let's go ahead and jump into the meat of this whole thing. Where are we going with this first? Let me see. God damn, this shit is a dumpster fire. Um, fuck. Okay, let's do this one first. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Lauren Hill. Y'all know anytime her name is mentioned on this damn um, show, it ain't never for nothing good because Lauren Hill is incapable of, in, she's incapable of not embarrassing us. So I mentioned her because at one of her shows about two weeks ago, she goes on a rant. I'm going to play a little bit of it. I ain't going to play the whole thing, but you only need half of it to get the gist. Let's, let's get it queued up here. Hold on. Okay, girl, listen, um, mind you, she said all this while she's sitting on that stage dressed like Glenda the Good Witch of the West Side. Like, Lauren, man, ew, God, what can I, what can I say that I haven't said a million times on this fucking show when it comes to Lauren Hill? She's, she gets angry and combative with her fans for them requesting her show up to the tour that she's promoting on time. Ma'am, the people paid their money and you can't just show up three hours late. It's not okay. But it's just this idea that you, and, and you know what, what it was with a whole bunch of people in the comments enabling the bullshit. She's a legend. She sucked on his eyes on the sparrow. It's such that too. She can do anything she wants. No, she can't. This woman is this woman this woman is playing in y'all face. She won't even put out new music. 
Like, come on, baby. What are you really doing? And I'm telling you, my theory is this. I, I feel like Lauren Hill don't want to do music no more. She don't want to do music no more. And it really infuriates her that she still has to because she still owes the eyes her damn life. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't like Lauren can go down to the CVS and get a regular-ass job. She's Lauren Hill. She can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I don't think she can go back to acting because what what character is she going to buy? Is she going to show up wrapped in about 20 sheets of toilet paper with glitter on it and expect y'all to start calling her Miss all the <laughs> She, Lauren unboxed herself into some shit, but the thing is, you cannot treat, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it just seems, it, it just seems like she's giving the people who who really do give a fuck about her, they her ass to kiss. And it's just so crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? For, for someone to still have people lining up to hear them perform a 25-year-old album that they can't even perform in the original arrangements anymore... Like, baby, come on. Be at some point be thankful. And then let me tell you something else. You motherfuckers have gotta stop um letting people get away with everything just because they throw God in the mix. I stand here because of God. What? Baby, I'm I'm more I'm I am more than confident that the Savior did not send you down here to perform X Factor in the key of U N I T Y for our salvation. I promise you he didn't. You know what I'm saying? Nobody, nobody sat up there and said, you know what we need to right all the wrongs with humanity and get this shit on the right course so white people can stop shooting everyone and infrastructures can stop collapsing. Let's get Lauren down at the scene, do up that thing. That'll really help. There's nobody in the day, no celestial being is saying that, Lauren. Stop it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it, it's getting real weird and it's getting very fucking ridiculous. You know, you, you signed up for this. This is your job, sweetie. I'm sorry. A lot of us have to clock in and do shit we don't fucking feel like. It's some days out. The last thing I want to do is get up there and drive that goddamn truck, but I have bills. I'm poor. You know what I'm saying? Like, cut the fucking bullshit. Y'all got to stop enabling it. Like, that's 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 pretty much what I got on Lauren. Like, do better, baby. Okay. So this just happened recently. I'm going to mention, I'm, let me put a bowl in this again. This is something else I feel like I done talked about a thousand times. So, Tasha K, the woman who owes her entire life to Cardi B, she still somehow has a show that people come to. Well, a man showed up, forgot his name, not really that important. He used to be friends with Will Smith. And he basically came up there to tell Tasha Kay that he walked in on Dwayne Martin, his words, quote unquote, murdering, look, murdering Will Smith from the back in a trailer. Uh, it's so much to this, man. Because, again, I'm tired of fucking talking about it. All right, let me try to take this in layers. First and foremost, I don't know what he's getting. I don't know what he's thinking he's getting from that. Because let me tell you something. We didn't have the gays. I don't know about the straight folk, but the gays. We didn't have this tea for years. Do you know how old that story is of Dwayne and Will fucking in the trailer during the Wild Wild West movie? Because that's, that's all he's talking about. Do you know how old that is, nigga? We done had it drunk and threw it out, reheated what's left, drunk the shit again, pulled that out. Like, come on. Like, it's not going to What I'm saying is, it's not going to do what he thinks it's going to do. You know what I'm saying? I think we're past the point of, I think we're past the point of really giving a fuck. We're, 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 at a, we're in a place now where we're wanting Jill, Will and Jada to just got to really go away. So I don't think he's, I don't think he's shaking the table the way he think he is. Second of all, like I said, we've been telling y'all about Will and um, Dwayne. I know if you've been listening to me for some years, damn, I've been doing this for years. But you've been, if you've been listening to me for this for some time, I've been talk, I done talked about them two niggas buku times just on this podcast alone. 
nigga, everybody know about them niggas, man. Because let me tell you something. I've been talking about them before. I said this. Straight male friendships are not that damn deep. Straight niggas don't even talk to each other. They, they, they might text each other once a week. They'll, they'll link up down to the wire to, you know, to run some 21 or some shit like that. But all that shit you be seeing in TV shows or niggas hanging out together in bars and just randomly doing, it don't have, straight men don't do that for, a simple, for the simple fact some of them niggas is mad and some of them not. Let me tell you what a married straight nigga is not going to bring to his home. He, but the, the, the disruption he's not going to bring to his home. Telling his old lady that he down to the bar with his single homeboy. She's not going to have that. You know what I'm saying? Mad women do not allow their married niggas to hang with their single friends. They only mad women only allow they they married men to bring their single homeboys around when they having a cookout. She got some of her single homegirls coming, and she hoping that she could pawn this nigga off on one of them hoes so they could so he could leave her nigga alone. That's literally all the time that they ever want to acknowledge they husband single friends. So I said it to say straight niggas ain't just getting together to fucking shoot the shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Will and Dwayne, they all jammed tight. They ever they was everywhere together. He got them on red carpets. He was paying the nigga mortgage and shit like that. Like, come on. But I'm going to tell you what really did it. Here's what really confirmed it. There's a picture. There are several pictures, as a matter of fact, um, years back. I want to say maybe 10 years at this point. Anyway, Will and Dwayne were on vacation with Kanye and Kim. And them niggas walk. I mean, first of all, their whole energy in the pictures is is, is you you can look. I have a degree in DL niggaology, so you can look at some niggas and tell, oh yeah, these niggas together. But what clinched it? Why are y'all niggas sharing a hotel room? Let me tell you something. Willard is very rich. Willard has been very rich for quite some time. Willard could afford to buy every room out on the floor of the goddamn hotel. Why the hell are y'all two niggas sharing a room? Now here's my thing. I'm and I'm and I'm talking I'm talking from a nigga. I'm talking from a poor nigga. As a poor nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm poor as the taste of a motherfucker that orders damn well done steak. You know what I'm saying? I you know meaning that, you know, I'm out here working to survive like everybody else. You know what my you know what my poor ass not doing? I ain't sharing no room with no fucking body. Everybody know me, know my room, my room when it comes to hotel rooms. I always have my own room. I only share rooms with people I'm fucking. Now look here. If you if you want your if you want your night to end with a side of dick, by all means, put your bags over there. Just know you getting loose later on. But hey, that's the rules for me. I don't I only share rooms with people that I am sleeping with. You know what I'm saying? These grown ass men is in this hotel room together, and not a woman in sight. That's the other thing. And all the pictures were now women. I'm just saying, like, come on, y'all. Even Lisa Ray talked all around the shit. Like when she was explaining about her marriage ended, and she went so far as to say she said it out of context, but she said Dwayne Martin stole my husband, something to that effect. Like she talked around, but it. All gays, <laughs> with all gays know a nigga like Dwayne Martin. You know what I'm saying? We all know a Dwayne Martin. You know, the nigga fine as fuck. You know what I'm saying? And he's around. He's always around. And he's a good time. He's a great time. Like, you know, you, you're glad to see him come because, you know, you know, one thing, it's going to be a great night. It's going to be exciting. Y'all going to go somewhere. Y'all going to act a fool. You're going to come back. You know, you, you he going to let you slice. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 you know, he's a good time to have around. But, you know, oh, God, what am I, what am I really trying to get at? It's a lot of, it's, it's, so, it's so much to this. But, we, but again, we all know, we, we know a Dwayne. We recognize a Dwayne as our own. You know what I'm saying? We recognize that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I said before, and I'm going to say it again. Dwayne Martin was a lot of Jada Pinkett's problem because the will been playing in Jada, Jada face with Dwayne for 20-some years. This nigga has been, he done moved the nigga in the house and every damn thing at one point. You know what I'm saying? Jada ain't no fucking fool. Like, you, you, you already know what it is. All I'm saying is, I want the footage. I ain't lying. Nigga, I, boy, do you know the money I pay to see that damn sex tape? Woo, shit. This motherfucker. Let me not. Let me bring it back. Let me bring it back. Let me bring it back. <laughs> 
But man, but look, but it's like, so it's like, y'all, we been doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody tripping on that. But let me tell you why straight people always trip on this kind of info. I need a lot of y'all to, um, I'm, I'm speaking more specifically to straight men. I need a lot of y'all to understand that all these sexual politics, all these strict rules, all these strict orientations, that shit is only for broke, poor people. It's only for poor people. Once you get to a certain tax bracket, your sexual orientation becomes rich and bored. That is your sexual orientation. See, that's what y'all been picking up on Diddy all these fucking years. Y'all calling him gay, this, that, another. Let me tell you something. He's not gay. The man is a libertine. He's a hedonist. You know what I'm saying? He, 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 he's, he just, he, he, do, he does whatever because he can. See, that's what that's what it is with these people. You know what I'm saying? They don't like. There is no greater aphrodisiac in the world than because I can. See, once you got because I can money, once you got because I can access, you can just get motherfuckers to do whatever. And you just, you, you do whatever all the time. You get bored with everything. You get to taking them walks on the wild side. That's all it is to it. You know what I'm saying? These other celebrities are saying it all the time. I think Bun B did a video once before. This is a while back when he said, like, once you get to these certain levels, you know, and you go to these parties and stuff like that, different things are happening in different rooms. You know what I'm saying? If you with it, if you with what's happening in that room, you stay in that room. If you ain't with it, you you know that you not you don't need to be in that place. You know what I'm saying? These these people who've been rubbing elbows with all these Hollywood folks, these up these entertainment rich folks and all that kind of shit like that, and they getting down. You think they ain't getting down too? You know what I'm saying? So stop acting all aghast and shocked. Let me tell you something. You get a couple of M in the bank where you ain't, what's called fuck it money. Once you get some fuck it money, you'll be surprised at the shit you do and what you'll get into too. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times it's keeping y'all motherfuckers from doing shit is because y'all judging each other, y'all scared of what the next one gonna say and all that shit like that. Anyway, but yeah, I, all that to say, y'all, I don't know what y'all want to, I don't know what old boy wanted us to do with this information. We kind of been new about Will, you know what I'm saying, in that respect. You know what I'm saying? A rumor don't follow you for over 20 years this long without being grounded in some kind of truth. You know what I'm saying? But all I all I'm telling them just 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 if y'all if y'all got some old VHS tapes laying around, you know what I'm saying? Hey, listen, let's talk. I mean, I know you don't need money, but wherever I can, I need to see those tapes. <laughs> oh my God! Ugh. Let's see where we at. Where we at? Where we at? Where we at? Okay, let's let's do this. So Kiki Palmer has filed a restraining order against um, the nigga that she, her baby daddy, the one who was clowning about her whole thing with Usher. Um, since then, like um, pictures, still shots from a video in her home have surfaced where it appears that he's allegedly attacking her. For her her phone and shit like that, and she you know she's alleged all kind of physical abuse. Um, his mom and her mama into it on social media. Uh, I don't have you know I'm, I'm you know me I'm not gonna joke about this at all. It's um I just sincerely pray for the safety of her and her child. And furthermore, you know just man, black women just like stop trying to rebuild and refurbish these niggas that y'all better than. You know what I'm saying? Like, that nigga resents her. You know? Because she's the name. She's the breadwinner. You know what I'm saying? And he literally brought nothing but nut to the table. You know? And that became that was that it couldn't have been more evident than that whole the whole incident with Usher. But, you know, people kind of, you know, we, everybody was getting their jokes off and other kind of shit like that. But other people were saying, like, nah, this nigga really has a problem. You know what I'm saying? And lo and behold, all this been going on. Stop dealing with these insecure men. 
I hate to say it. You have to, and because I hate to say it, because that girl, what her name? I forgot the one that made the, that made these comparisons. Anyway, just you gotta date within your socioeconomic. You know, your, your you gotta date on your you, you gotta date within your tax bracket. You know what I'm saying? Because it'll kind of cut down on some of this. You know, you Kiki Palmer, you need to be out here dating somebody. You know who? You know who under who who can understand where you at in life and who you are. You know what I'm saying? Cause now this nigga and his ugly ass brother piping up the dude from fucking insecure dro, and I'm like, dude, you might want to shut the fuck up, cause we've been waiting to call your ass ugly. You know what I'm saying? This lurch looking ass nigga want to sit up there and talk about something. The truth will come out. Man, your brother putting hands on a damn woman. You know what I'm saying? Like talk, talk to him. Don't talk to fucking us. So, ooh, okay. This is actually a really good segue. Because I got something to talk about that ties into this and it's going to actually tie into what I'm talking about in the end. So let's go ahead and try to beat this in the middle. Because I did, if you, um, if you follow me on Lou underscore M underscore Cypher on the Twitter, you should be. Uh, I spoke about a conversation that I had with a uh, DL gentleman that I tend to keep time with from time to time. Yeah. I'm trash, y'all. Don't don't worry about me. But anyway, so it ties into this because the conversation started that the conversation that me and him had started around the topic of domestic violence. So here's what happened. First and foremost, um, I made a cardinal mistake. Every gay knows not to make this, this mistake. You have sex with the other men. You never, ever, ever talk to them. When I tell you that they exist in a, a place of delusion so deep, it's like, you know, you know how when, when they talk about space, talk about black holes, and black holes are just a darkness that is so impenetrable that when light comes to it, it literally absorbs the light. Well, that that darkness is DL nigga logic, and the light the light is logic itself. It just does not permeate. It doesn't like like nothing get nothing makes sense when it comes to them. So I fucked up. I I actually had a conversation with this nigga. So you know after we after we get through doing the sex, all that kind of shit, we'll do whatever, whatever. Um, you know this nigga was taking a little long to you know get his shit on and get the fuck on about his business. So we just started just chit chatting mildly, and I was on my phone. I was, I was seeing something about a kid attacking a teacher or some shit. I'm like, like, man, these kids out here wilding. You know what I'm saying? And so he was like, you know, you know what the problem is? I'm like, what? Why I said that? This nigga said the problem is sexy red. So that's when I knew I'm like, oh boy. It's you know how when you on a roller coaster and you get to the top of that motherfucker, you feel it about to go down? That was the feeling that I got as soon as he said that, because I already knew. I I had unwittingly signed on for this shit. So let's just see where the roller coaster takes me. So I'm like, all right, what you talking about? What you mean? These bitches too disrespectful now. These hoes so fucking disrespectful. And the kids seeing them act like that. And they want to act like these hoes. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're doing a lot of jumps here. So you're saying that the ski girl is influencing the kids to run down here and act a black ass fool. And so I'm, I'm, I'm confused. He's steadily talking. So we get to, I'm like, so... The way you talking about women, dude, I, I'm like, you think that's okay? I asked that for a reason because the person that I'm talking to has is raising five sons. One, two, three, four, five. Five of them motherfuckers. The oldest ain't even out of elementary school. You know what I'm saying? Five boys. And so he like, you know, fuck these bitches. You know, they talk about us. Look how they talk about us. Look how they fucking do us. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, you can't ascribe that to every woman you know what i'm saying i'm like like you know where you at? i'm trying I'm, again i'm trying to understand where he coming from so then he starts talking about you don't know you don't know because you you, you don't deal with women like i did with women you can't you because that's a, that's another thing they always revert back to it's this thing they act like you know they the only ones that have ever dealt with somebody with a vagina you know what i'm saying i'm like nigga, you know i gotta pay ass too but 
I digress. Anyway, um, he goes on to talk about his baby mama and how he was in court with her and she did him so dirty and that's why fuck that bitch. If I ever see that hoe, I'm I'm a molly wop that bitch. And I'm like, so I'm like, dude, this is the mother of your child that you're talking about. I don't give a fuck. I tell my sons all the time. If like if you see if you see somebody fighting with a bitch, you ask them what that bitch did to them. And I'm like, I'm again, I'm just sitting here totally flabbergasted. And you know what I'm saying? I'm like, nigga, this part of the fucking problem. You know what I'm saying? Y'all raising these disrespectful ass sons who don't know how to disrespect women. Man, fuck you, fuck you. You don't, cause you don't understand. See, your people, the ones when he says my people, he's meaning gay people. Side note, if you don't know, dear men do not identify as gay. That's a whole other topic for a whole other episode. But just know that they don't identify as gay. But you know, and I'm just sitting here. So where me and him really got into it to the point where I think I'm about to fight this motherfucker. I'm like, when he say that, I'm like. Nigga, not, not 30 minutes ago, before we started having this conversation, I just had your ankles by your earlobes. And you trying to come at me talking about how my people this, that, and third. Like, let's be real here. Fuck you, nigga. I've been, I'm like, you know, anybody know me, you know, I, <laughs> I live for a scuffle. Now. It, it's been a long time, but I know how to do this shit. But it didn't get there. But it was just, you know, I, I got the nigga out. And, you know, and then I just had to really sit down and think about the things he's saying. Because, mind you, this person is also married to a woman. You know what I'm saying? He said a bunch of other shit that I ain't going to mention. But, anyway, it's just, like, ladies, I need y'all to start doing more due diligence when meeting these men. Because you do not, y'all don't know who y'all be married to. <laughs> because it's so crazy. This nigga hates women on this, like, emotive visceral emotional level and you know what i'm saying you out here fucking niggas on the side and telling them how much you hate women and it just it just and it all and it's all seated in this idea that gay men are less than and all that because this is what's leading me to the last thing i have to talk about which is this whole dj academics Versus Santana thing. <sighs> Before I get started with this, I'm not going to go too crazy with it because, you know what I'm saying, um, I don't want the straight niggas that I fuck with to catch no strays. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, I get I get so much love from a whole lot of straight dudes, all that kind of shit like that. There's a lot of straight niggas listening to this show. If you're listening right now, shout out. I fucks with y'all. So I ain't going to get, you know, dumb and crazy and you know what I'm saying, you know, send strays out to people who don't, who don't need them. But we are going to talk candidly about this. So, all right, here, here we go. It all started with um, a nigga, DJ Academics. He, he's, a, he's a warthog of a man. Um, he's a media person, personality, you know. He's just known for saying really wild shit to women and he's got a lot of people who want to whoop his ass that's why he don't ever go nowhere but anyway starts with him he has this thing with carisha um of the city girls like he talks real real crazy about her and has been for a while you know he talks crazy about her so carisha is friends with saucy santana saucy santana if you don't know is a uh, very flamboyantly gay rapper, and you know he's you know like I say he's a, he's a lot to take in. You know he has the full beard, but he also has a BBL. It's a lot going on there. So anyway, Saucy Santana goes at DJ Academics. You know on you know on the internet, you know he basically like you know pull, you know what's up pull up where you at let's do this I want to fight. You know what I'm saying. He mentions, you know, that he would, he would, he would anally rape him. <laughs> to which y'all had this whole reaction. I'm getting all of that, so we taking this. We can take. We go try, try to take this slow. So DJ Academics responds, and he's like literally in, like almost in tears. Like he's like crying on his microphone because. He mad talking about, I can't even go at him. I can't even say what I want to say because I'm going to get canceled. Basically, he wants to call him a faggot. And 
he is literally sitting here hyperventilating and slobbing and sliding down the wall because he can't call this man who basically told him, to, you know, to catch five and come outside. He can't call him a faggot. You know what I'm saying? So they had a lot of back and forth for like a week. Um, academics started getting outside niggas involved. He got whack, um, a dude named Whack 100. What a name. I have no idea who that is. I'm sure one of the new niggas know. But anyway, so Whack 100 goes on. I guess he has a show. And he has his, he does this weird thing where he calls another gay dude. You know, they in a whole phone a fag thing. I don't know. He calls the other gay dude because he's like, he got to get another gay dude to fight him because it's not fair. If Ack fights Santana because Santana, Ack is not gay, Santana is. And it was it just got really, really, really strange. So, again, they continue to go back and forth. Um, Santana's released a diss track. You know, Ack ain't never going to run him that phase. So, here we are. So, Here's what I really want to get into about this. <sighs> My problem is the conversation around the whole thing. Because different podcasts, different shows, different platforms of straight men, they've all talked about this. Mind you, this has been going on for about two weeks now. Um... And it's this sniggle they have in their voice that I hate. Because it's very familiar to me from a, um, a, a certain type of straight man when they talk about gay men. It's this, yeah, I'm just humoring you. Um, cadence, this attitude, the way they talk. Like, like, you know, like they don't take us seriously. You know what I'm saying? It's, it, it's, it, 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 it's, like, it's that shit that, it's that shit that men try to do to women. Where they try to humor him because, you know, he he feels that, you know, she's not his equal, all that kind of shit like that. So I just, and, and, and I'm, I'm probably articulating it badly, but, you know, if you understand, you understand. And that bothers me so bad because it's like, I want you niggas to understand that not only are we tougher than y'all, we're better than you motherfuckers. Let me explain what I'm what, what I mean, especially when it comes to motherfucking DJ Academics bloated woodchuck looking motherfucker. Anyway, here's what I mean. Y'all act like we don't come from the same place as you do. You know what I'm saying? Just like you niggas love to get on here and talk about how y'all came from the hood and y'all life was so fucking tough. Nigga, F it, we all got pain. Because guess who right there in the hood with you, motherfuckers? Our gay asses. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, I come, I tell people all the time, I come straight from the hood. Then it was worse, I come from the country hood. So it's even, it's like, it's like a double fucking whammy. You know what I'm saying? Baton Rouge, Louisiana, ghost town. That's the side of, that's the side of time I'm, I'm from. Like, I've seen it all growing up. You know what I'm saying? I grew up in the crack era. You know what I'm saying? I, I like, I grew up in, right in the middle of all that shit. So here's the thing. I said it to say this. We had to fight the same fights that you all did as black men. Because as a police officer once told me, and I said it before, I'll never forget this, 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 this phrase, this, this, this sentence was as pivotal to my life. He told me, you a nigga before you a faggot. Meaning, these mother people, people discriminate on me based on what they see of me. When they look at me, they don't see gay, they see black. So therefore, everything that you've had to go through as a black man, we also had to go through it because we're black men. The same police y'all had to fight. The same racism y'all had to fight. The same everything y'all had to fight. We had to fight it too because we are all black men. However, we also had to fight you motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Do you know what it's like having to fight boy cousins, brothers, friends, classmates, Nigga, anybody who knew you was gay, especially if you grew if you grew up in the hood, everybody wanted to try you because a gay dude was always supposed to be soft. And here's the thing: to be black and gay, growing up in a certain time in a certain environment, we didn't have the luxury to be soft. 
because everything was trying to fuck over us or fuck with us or kill us some kind of fucking way. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't just y'all. We had to stand up to our mamas, our grandmamas, our aunties, because they was homophobic as shit. They would call us faggots. You know what I'm saying? Something wrong with them. You know, we gonna pray it away. We gonna make you go to, we gonna go to church. If that don't work, they kick you fuck, they kick your ass out. That's what happened to me. You know what I'm saying? It's like, y'all don't get that we have to deal with a whole other level of, adver of adversity that y'all never had to because those same women that call us faggots, this, that, other, they coddle you niggas. You niggas soft, you spoiled. Y'all mamas, y'all old ladies, they, they raise the girls to cater to you weak ass niggas. And if you think I had it bad, and gays like me had it bad, you know who had it worse? The femboy, the non-binary person, the trans girl, because they had to face the racism and the adversity as black people. They had to fight you niggas. You know what I'm saying? The same niggas getting in to suck y'all dicks behind the backs of apartment buildings and shit like that. They had to turn around and fight you niggas. But then guess what? They would have to fight niggas like me too. They have to fight the. They would have to fight the gays within their own community. You know what I'm saying? So they had it worse. So I say all that to say this whole attitude that y'all all seem to carry that we're jokes and we just, you know, you know, oh, we just gonna find another gay dude. Motherfucker, no, you come fight, nigga. You know how many of you motherfuckers I had to literally beat down into the fucking dirt until your blood turned into fucking mud? A whole motherfucking lot. You know what I'm saying? I didn't stop fighting to my mid-damn 20s. You know? And don't get it twisted. I ain't saying I ain't never took an ass whooping. I've taken plenty. But I've delivered enough ass whoopings to be able to hold my head. I can go to my neighborhood right now with my chin up. They, they, look, they know I'm gay as shit. Ain't nobody gonna fuck with me. Niggas remember. Niggas remember the people I went upside their head with pool cues. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers remember getting drugged down Addison Street by they fucking neck. You know what I'm saying? I had to do all that. You know? So it's just really, I really need y'all to get off this idea that we just out here for play play. You know what I'm saying? It, again, the gays of my era, for us to still be here, it's a miracle. You know what I'm saying? Everything was trying to kill us. So... That's the first thing I really, I really just need to get, just like, like y'all got to get off that. Cause let me tell you something is <laughs> it's a lot of different games who will fuck you up in ways that you didn't think. Cause here's the thing. Yeah. And it is, the, it ain't got nothing to do with us being men too, because it's men that can't fight. But see the, 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 the girls live to twirl, you know, cause I'm going to tell you one that will fuck you up real bad. You see, Catch you a bottom and cleaned out, but they dick appointment and canceled. That motherfucker would that motherfucker will fight a grizzly bear with his bare hands and win. Let me uh, let me let me make you understand why. This motherfucker that made an appointment with somebody's son to get took to Pound Town. So he like, I'm going to Pound Town later. So that means I gotta prepare. So this nigga done watched what he ate all day. He ain't eating no he ain't eating nothing water soluble. You know what I'm saying? So all day he hungry than a bitch. By the time he get home, he ain't got nothing in his system but a pure pill and a peppermint. This motherfucker's already mad. So not so now we gotta start the irrigation process. So he in there for about 30 minutes. Man is shooting water up his asshole and motherfucker trying to get everything clean and sparkling so he don't have no accidents because he know he going to pound town later. And god damn it, if the motherfucker he was trying to get to take him to pound town call and be like, nah, I can't come through something coming up. I mean, my bad. Now he's sitting up there with clean ass and just nowhere and nowhere to expend that energy. That motherfucker is angry and he will kill someone. I know this from personal damn experience. I never get a mother guy I was dating. I ain't gonna tell the whole story. Long story short, he went through all his little process for me. I get to the house and I'm like, I'm tired. Maybe later. I was lying because I was cheating. <laughs> I told y'all I ain't shit, man. Anyway, anyway, so I get my ass in bed and I close my eyes and I fall asleep. 
And you know how when you sleep and you have sleep and you open your eyes, you see something, you think you're dreaming, you close your eyes back, you're like, wait a minute, I'm tripping. So I open my eyes, I turn my head on my shoulder, open my eyes. I see this motherfucker walking in the room. Then I close my eyes again. Then I feel the pressure on the bed. I open my eyes. This motherfucker is standing over me with a bottle of lighter fluid. Talking about some, I will set this whole room on fire, nigga. I'm like, what the hell? Do you know how hard it is to have sex with somebody who just threatened your life with fire? I had to do it because I was scared. But that's what I'm saying. Them kind of bottoms would kill you. You know what I'm saying? Catch one of the girls in between and one of their hormones. And they fuck around and forget to take their hormones that goddamn day. So now they got all them damn emotions and shit clashing up in them. I'm going to tell you what one of them told me to feel like. It's like going through a midlife crisis with PMS at the same time in your body. It's a lot of man and woman fighting and all that kind of shit up in there. That motherfucker will kill you. You know what I'm saying? Stop thinking, stop, stop thinking the community is out here a fucking joke. Because, let me tell you something, I know plenty of Sauce and Santana gays, and one thing them motherfuckers can do is fight. Alright, man, look, I done seen boo niggas get stomped out by a motherfucker with some heels on. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing. All this shit is seated in this fear that y'all have of taking an ass whooping from a sissy. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what goes back to that whole when he made the rape comment. Everybody up in arms about that. Man, fuck that shit. You know what I'm saying? If we if, if we in the heat of the battle, I'm saying whatever. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Do you know how many motherfuckers I done fought and dry humped after I fucking fought them? I've done it. It might have been wrong, but fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, don't lose the fucking fight. You know? Because you because now I'm all kind of bitch now. Who the bitch now? You know what I'm saying? Who, who face down in that car hood getting they, getting they background on by a fucking punk? Your motherfucking ass. You know what I'm saying? And I implore my community, stop being scared of these niggas. Bro, look at them every day. They out here. They don't, they don't respect shit. They don't do shit. These niggas surviving all foe for foes and goddamn Hennessy. They doing all the fucking drugs. You know what I'm saying? They pissing batter acid. Dirt, look, dirty, man, start whooping these niggas' asses. Stop letting them talk crazy to you. You know? Because that's what I be mad with. My, that's what I be mad at with a lot of gays. Y'all get online and, and, and tear each other apart and tear each other loose every damn day. But as soon as one of these reckless niggas say something to you, y'all ready to clam up and all that. Fuck that. Go upside the head. Just like y'all will go up in the club and start throwing chairs. That same shit work on them. You know, it's just time. It's it's time. It's time out for this idea again. The average streaming again. I'm not talking to the ones with sins. I know y'all. I know some of y'all out here got sins. I, I fucks with you, but you know what I'm saying. It's time to start showing some of these niggas that fat meat is greasy. You know, nigga, my hands work better than yours, and trust me, if they don't, we can take it to the next level. You think Smith and Wesson stopped making guns when they made German, motherfucker? Do you want to see if they did? I right, then, you know? But yeah, that's that's basically all I have for that. It's just, you know, stop, 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 stop. Just, just, you know, let's respect people across the board. And, you know, just black men, man, let's just start being better. All us, gay, straight, trans, whatever. We just got to really start being fucking better. You know, that's just the black ass bottom line. So I don't want to spend too much more time on that. Let's, let's, let's move on to greener pastures, shall we? Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Okay, Cypher Vision, only thing I watch. Yo, Blue Eye Samurai on Netflix, watch it. If you haven't, watch it. I'm telling you. I ain't going to spoil it. I'm just telling you to watch it. It is a great show. The action is just, the, the action is top tier. Like, oh man, those fight scenes. And it and listen, I'm at the point now, like shit, I understand the writers was on strike and all that kind of stuff like that, but the, but the animated content really kicked it up a notch. So yeah, so yeah, check out Blue Eye Samurai on Netflix. Great show. Great, great, great show. It was eight episodes, so you know, ain't, ain't too much of an investment. 
All right, and you know how we're going to bring this in on the end with loose cipher sounds. What do we have in here this week? All right. So the first thing I want to start off with is, God. So Brandy released a Christmas album. Um, Yo, I haven't listened to the whole album yet. I had uh, the lead single is Christmas Party for Two. Now, I'm going to say this. I love the song. It is a great song. Brandy is a beast of this music thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know people try to do, people really do too much with her online, and it kind of keeps you from, you know, wanting to go up for her, but the song is really, really good. Here's the thing. This is a very sexual song. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the vibes of the song. Um, Basically, it's like, the whole family sitting around the tree, all the kids shaking in the box, like, oh my God, what's in the box, mom? What's in the box? What did you get me? All that kind of shit like that. Everybody, you know, everybody sitting down drinking a little Christmas drink, and Brandy is there, and her old man is on the other side of the couch, and Brandy is like looking at that nigga, like saying real quiet, what a lot, like, nigga, as soon as these people go to sleep, motherfucker, we want to fuck up over this. Like, that's her whole vibe on the song. Like, it's like, she like, nigga, as soon as everybody go to sleep, it's lit. <laughs> Yo, Brandy went up in that studio with some mistletoe and a honey pack and say, let have. It's a good song, though. But, yeah, it's it's not traditional Christmas music. This ain't nothing that you want to play while the aunties and everything. You know, you play that shit at night. But, anyway, so that's Brandy. Um... Meg dropped a, um, a new single called Cobra. Um, long story short, it's her talking about what happened with her party. Fuck that nigga. He cheated on Meg. You know, niggas cheat. They ain't shit. The internet dragged him for two whole days. But, yeah, that's um, that with Meg. What else we got up in here? Uh, Larry June, he released another project. Uh, yo, Larry June is probably my favorite of the new nigga rappers right now. Like, he makes the type of rap music that I want to listen to. You know, it ain't no goofy flows, all that rapid fire shit. The flow is conversational. The beats are cool as shit. It's ride music. You know what I'm saying? So I got um, one of the songs on there, uh, Ocean Cuisine, but I'm going to put another one on there. He has a song with Dej Loaf, and it's my kind of music. Because it's, I said it on the Twitter, I'm like, the song he got with Days, just like that shit you ride to and you like, you throw, you, know, you, you throw the loud over there to the nigga in the patch and say, hey, you roll that up real quick. Look, you know, like, it's that kind of vibe. So anybody know me, that's my shit. But anyway, yeah, he got a new project out. So check that out. Uh, let me see. Okay. One thing about me, I'm a lot of things. I'm not a hater. I can't be a hater. One thing I can't do, I can't be that. Chris Brown put out a, a, a project, 1111, and dare I say, this is the first time I've listened to any Chris Brown music in years that I've enjoyed. I got five of those songs on the playlist this week. He Here's the thing with Chris Brown music, because again, I, again, you know, as a person, I ain't got nothing to do with, I'm, I'm just focusing on the music here. Chris Brown tends to get stuck in in um R&B trends like trend, like like right now he's really stuck in the Afrobeat sound because it's real prevalent through the album um and I just, I came with the Afrobeat music but um but like but no it's a lot on there that's really really good and it's actually it sounds like some next level shit so I'm like okay if he keeps doing this you know cuz here's my thing I can't keep talking shit about somebody you know what I'm saying? And not at least giving their music a chance. You know what I'm saying? That's not fair. So, you know, but I was really pleasantly, I was pleasantly surprised. It's, like I say, it's five five of the songs for the album on the playlist. Check them out. And, you know, yeah, they were, they were pretty good. Um, let me see who else. I got uh, Willow. She dropped a new song entitled Alone. It's really dope. I fuck with her, period. And then Paul Wall, Bun B, and Charlotte Boy, they dropped a new joint called Bounce Rock and Skate which is dope. So all that's on the playlist this week. And yeah, check it out. And like I say, when y'all listen to things, let me know if I threw you on something and all that good, that good shit like that. And yeah, let's keep the music going. Before I get out of here, I do want to mention one thing really quickly. 
And they just announced that Andre 3000 is dropping an album at the end of this week entitled New Blue Sun. Here's the catch, though. It is all a, a flute instrumental album because he is a serious flautist now, and he wants y'all to know that he be blowing into the flute. And so the album has eight tracks. And I just, before I get out of here, I have to read some of these tracks. <sighs> Track one, the title, of the, the title of the song is, I swear, I really wanted to make a rap album. But this is literally the way the wind blew me this time. This nigga is... Why are you writing haikus for song titles? The slang word pussy rolls off the tongue with far better ease than the proper word vagina. Do you agree? 93 to Infinity and Beyonce. Like, what the... Yo! This nigga is about to release shroom music. And you rapping and rap niggas are about to be pissed about it. Like, it's just like, how you, like, this nigga's telling us, like, yeah, I know I'm, I'm one of the best rappers alive, but listen to me play the flute. Like, nigga, what? I mean, I'm gonna listen to it. You know, I'm gonna give it, because you know me, you know, I I roll up and be in a whole other world listening to this shit, but it's just, yeah, we, I, I don't know three stacks, but we'll, we'll see, and you know I'll be talking about it on the next episode that I record, so that said, Again, I want to thank everybody for who listens to me. You know what I'm saying? All y'all who tweet at me, all kind of shit like that. Like I say it every week, and I hope it don't start sounding repetitive or like I'm just scripting this shit. I really be meaning this shit from the bottom of my black ass motherfucking heart. Like, thank y'all so much. Y'all be pushing me to get these fucking episodes out because I be sitting up here so many days just not want to do it. But, you know, I'm going to keep at it because, you know what I'm saying? Again, y'all seem to be fucking with it. And thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all. And till next time, I ain't drinking water or your scalp. Mind your motherfucking business. I will holler at you.